again just we as again. just as we said we don't think we're gonna do it this one up is dead thing anymore because there's too much death yep and naturally we spoke too soon yo 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 was was black rob last weekend after we did the show Or was it the I, week before? I, I don't remember. It, 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 I oh, can't. Billy June said, "Yeah." It was last Saturday. Yeah. So here we are, being like, "There's too much death. We don't want to, yeah, become the death show." And now, Black Rob and Wait, the we Great Shock G. We didn't talk about Black Rob. I want it. No. That's crazy. That that's crazy. Like I thought we already did this. I thought we already. I guess I've been talking about it so much that I thought we did it. No, I saw you post about it, and we should talk about it. But no. So I guess first things first, Sif. We might have to change the name of the show. I'm changing the name. Oh, you're going, you're, you're going, um, what's the word? Not rogue. Yeah, rogue. Rogue is fine. It's happening. We got to change. Going AWOL. Going AWOL. No, AWOL is wrong. No, AWOL means you're leaving the show. People, people say AWOL. People say, this is not important, but, um, you ever notice people say AWOL when they're trying to say haywire? Like, yo, that nigga went AWOL. And I'm like, he left without leave? No, he went haywire is what you're trying to say. Um, I love the things that have happened regularly in your life. Like, because yeah. that means that's happened many times. All the time. And I, I, I'm just, uh, I'm very, I love words. I love language. I love communication. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I go, why do people always say, what are they trying to say? And I figured out they're saying haywire. Because haywire would mean, like, things went crazy. Yeah. You spilled water on the circuit board. You're right. Everything's exactly. going haywire. She went haywire. Hey, listen, this is not important at all. Well, but, listen, uh, it's okay. We're, let's let's not beat ourselves up. No, no, there was no, a I'm lot gonna, this week. No, no, I'm going to say one thing. I I feel that WANEP fans love us. And first of all, thank you for all the support. Um, the, the last week's episode, people loved. I got a lot of fucking feedback. But here's the thing. Come out and see us. Uh, uh, April 30th and May 1st, I'm at the Vulcan Gas Company in Austin, Texas, doing my my last of my birthday comedy shows. So Austin, Texas, April 30th and May 1st. That's next uh, weekend to you and me. That is next weekend when this when this episode drops, wherever you're listening to it, hopefully in 2021. Uh, I'm in Dallas, Texas with Michelle Wolf, May 6th, 7 and 8 at the Improv Comedy Club. And then May 14th, I'm in Houston, Texas. I guess I fucking live in Texas now. I guess I fucking live in Texas now. 
Um, May 14th, so wait, what I'm do you in Houston at this spot called The Riot, which is a, supposed to be a dope-ass show in Houston, Texas, May 14th. So what do you do on, on, on stretches like that? That's three weeks straight? I, I don't know. I'm trying to see if I should stay. Also, I have children. I can't really just be bopping around Texas, wasting money. The week is in between. That's what I was going to say. How could you just stay? It feels like too many trips staying in Texas for two weeks, and you come back off to the third trip, and guess what? Nothing's there when you get home. It's just a house. <laughs> An empty house. Um, but but yeah, that's annoying like, to go back and forth every week. It's not annoying when it's work. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. Right, right, like, right. The thing is, it, we're, we think it's annoying because it's the same place, but if I was going to different cities different towns different then states. you wouldn't be thinking about it the same way a plane is a plane you know what i mean like i get on a plane i go to newark i get on a plane i go to the wherever i'm going i do the shows i come back so it's the same, i gotta treat it like the same thing in my mind that's a great point but but yeah come out and hang out man uh you know, i like that you said come out if you're enjoying the podcast come out and see us but i'm not there it, well, that's, us is, we always together baby in spirit <laughs> yeah, oh we my ride, god we ride or die baby no this um I did this podcast called Are You Garbage? Oh. Bro, you have to do this podcast. It's so funny. Um, but they literally just two guys, they they are comedians, they put together a podcast and it's blowing up just because it's it's good. You know what I mean? No. And now they're going What's that out, like? I don't know. No. Say it again. I don't they, know what you mean. They're going out and doing shows uh and why we got to do the same. I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. Well, y'all don't even know if you travel yet, but we got to do, you know, WANEP slash Cypher Sounds Comedy slash Rosenberg playing music. You know what I mean? We'll get there, man. We'll get there. Listen, I I think we just, I think we just keep saving our money and focus on the worm store, as they say in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Well, yes. Yeah. So anyway, come come check me out at Cypher Sounds. I appreciate. It. And what the fuck is going on? We talked about this last week about growing our social media. Hmm. I'm a, something's happening on my Instagram. It's going from 162 to 161 back and forth. Oh, oh, I've 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 had that. I'm I've right that. at the right at the. I had 162 for a long time. Then apparently people don't like me and they started unfollowing me. Yep. So I was I, at 161 forever. So I was like, okay, Yankees. Uh, you know, 161st Street uh, in the Bronx. Yep. Then I went to 162. I was like, yay. And then it went to 161. 162, 161. Like, like somebody is like one person pressing follow. No, man. It's there. That, that's a, there's one other thing too. Like, I don't understand that, that algorithm with social media. I've had the same thing. I cannot get out of, I've been as high as uh, 310. On Instagram? But, yeah. Wow. But then, but then back to 307, 308. Three nine. That's great. You're fucking famous, bro. Yeah, once you're over three hundred, bro, you don't understand. That's when my life changed. Right. You know. Right. Right. Once I got you, I feel for you because you're stuck in the ones. Yes. I'm down, once you I'm hit down that low. Once you hit that two, yo man, life just got easy. You started rolling in for me. Pounds of puss. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we do appreciate all of you, everyone who's signing up on Patreon, who's supporting, who's hanging out on the Discord. What is this little light right here in my background? Who cares? What is this little light? If you're watching this, what is this? It's like an alien. I'm seeing an alien in my virtual background. I've got I've got an alien somewhere, too. Look, 
Anyway, I apologize, guys. Anyway, yeah, people are dead. People are fucking dead, man. <laughs> Which made me want to play this. So I guess we'll have to start with some with Black Rob. I don't um, count this as a Black Rob song. And uh, well, we can get there. So r- real quick, we have to start as with Black Rob and Shock G. But I do want to say clearly, this is just an episode of one. Is one up is of one up is what? One up is life. One up is life, baby. This is just the first episode of one up is life. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the show. This is not the Black Rob episode. And this is not the Shock G episode. Correct. There will be an episode. Like, especially with Shock G, I think he his story is so untold in a lot of ways. I think we got to dig in and do some work. Um, But in both cases, it's just too soon. Guys, the DMX funerals today. Yeah. By the time you're hearing this, the DMX funerals today. So... We don't have time. I, I, it's not. It wouldn't be just to try to squeeze in a full Black Rob or Shock G episode. But you're here on one ep is dead. It's Syph and I are recording at our old man early time of nine a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah. Well, listen. This is what it is in order to get this done. So let's um. Let's take a let's let's just do what we can do and and talk about these things that are happening. But I just want you to know there will be a more focused, dedicated episode with interviews, et cetera. So, but Black Rob, first you of all, had that Black song Rob. you just played, "Can I Live?" Can I Live? One of my favorite lock songs ever. Um, one of my favorite samples produced by uh, Derek Angeletti. I have the record with the sample. That's awesome. Uh, it's my favorite Chic verse of all time. I love. I'm a big Sheik Luch fan. I don't. I think know Sheik you are. Gets you really are. Enough credit. And also, and also, of course. I want to go on a little bit, man. Yo, I, I swear, if y'all put my 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 verse on y'all records and all that, I want seven hundred percent. If y'all put my verse on y'all records, I want seven hundred percent. I'm coming in for seven hundred percent. Not put my verse on your records, right? My favorite old freestyle, all time. Young. Young. Young Guns, set it off. M-E-Z, just like that. Get them all. Greatest. You playing the bang, I'm playing the bang too. You saying my name, it's sync. Were you there for that one? <laughs> I, I know I've asked you. Uh, yes. Yes. That's when he came back from Europe. Something like that, that's yeah. That's when he came back. That's when, when Jay-Z learned what truffles were. Yeah, he came back. He came back classy. He came back with yeah, with his uh, with Superman shit. Um, so, so will you tell me about Black Rob? Well, hold on, real posting. quick. That that song, that beat. Can I live? It was a lock song, and I don't think they cleared the sample in time. So what they did was they just uh, got Black Rob to do a verse on it, and they put it on his album. My, I'm not knocking that it's on Black Rob album. I just don't. It's to me, it's always been a lock song because I have a bootleg of it that I used to play in the clubs, and it's just but Black Rob wasn't on it. But Black Rob murdered it. It's like a dope song. Um, yo, the guy, well, you talk about a regular dude, regular dude. He was the essence of New York City. Of You know what? We're always making fun of New York, Timberlands, grimy dudes, wheelchair dudes, fucking, that's Black Rob. Like, Black Rob used to be out every night. Any club I went to or was DJing at, 
he was there. And I'm talking about hopping in <laughs> cabs and black, like black gypsy cabs, you know, you know, before Uber. There was mm. cabs and then there was what we call gypsy cabs, uh, which is probably not appropriate anymore. But uh, Probably not, but it's okay. But I don't know if it's like, okay. I, I'm not co-signing it, but it's a thing. And and he always spoke like Spanish because he was like, he was that Harlem dude. Like like there's parts in New York where like mostly black or mostly Latino, and then there's these neighborhoods in New York that are very mixed. You know what I'm saying? All neighborhoods are mixed to an extent, but some are more black and some are more Latino. And he was from the part that was like really mixed, so he was always like speaking Spanish to me. And I'm like, I don't. Speak is that Spanish, why he has the song Espacito? Yo, he uh, no, he has um, Espacio. I mean, Espacio. Espacio. He also had a song with with J Lo, <laughs> Spanish Fly. Oh yeah, which is fire. Um, and then he also had the song. Because he has I Love You Baby, which is from the Puff album. I mean, it's the, that's the that's That's the, a that's tunnel, the one. club speed, rocker, yo. Rocker. I, I, you know, is there a world? Here's my question. And by the way, you can tweet us, at Rosenberg Radio, at Cypher Sound. Cypher doesn't check Twitter as much, but maybe he will this time. But well, feel free to tweet. Instagram. Right, tweet or Instagram. I, I look for stuff like this on Twitter. If you're uh-huh. listening to the show. Do you, is there anyone out there who listens to Juan Epa's life who does not know I love you, baby? Like, yes, I, I guarantee there, there, is. there are, right? I guarantee there is, yes. It's not a soup because, like, if you weren't, you had to be a mix of someone who loved real hip hop shit but was paying attention to all the commercial shit. You had to be, like, kind of both. Right. Unless, I guess, you were just a commercial fan, in which case, you're probably not listening to this podcast. It's a, it's a funny thing because Puff. Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, is an underground hip-hop fan in general. Yeah, in for general. sure. Like, you said he's hit you before playing when you were playing Late Night. Real, uh, oh, yeah, real he, late. Used, he, used to, yeah, he used to hit me about Real Late. Yeah, sure he's an underground head. And, like, if you take, like, all the producers he worked with back in the day, in the early days, a lot of them were underground guys, and he just spiced their shit up. You know what I mean? Buck Wild, Easy Moby. Um, fucking um, uh, Nashim, you know what I mean? Nashim made T-O-N-Y. That's not fucking New York Underground, you know what I mean? Right. Who did this, by the way? I don't even remember who did this. I want to I want to say Yogi, but I could be wrong. Let's find out. Let's just let it play. I have this sample, this- too. This sample... Crazy. This is my favorite Black Rob appearance of all time. I'm at the uptown on Dykeman Eichten, talking that how she only dealt with businessmen. Value choice, money off and on the books. The ones who stand firm like ain't nothing shook about them. I doubt them cats wearing for me. You know them, them big dudes across the street. She said, yeah, they from over on Mayfair. Bullets from out of nowhere. So to stay there and duck down. I hit the ground but managed to pull the piece out. This over there with them pointing the chief out. They want beef out here. They gon' get it in the worst way. I'ma show them how black play. Roll the dice. With me's like snake eyes, I break guys. Sit back and watch my cake rise. It's all about the Benjamin's true. That be the model. Ran out of ammo and started throwing bottles. Running, and I ain't looking back. Today I get you back for this. I love you, baby. 
I don't even know the rest of the song. He has one more verse. I don't know the rest. I, of, well, who has the next verse? Puff? No, no. Black Rob has two, and then Puff. Bro, we just used to start that verse over and over and over and over. I'm at Uptown and Dykeman, I been over and over. I don't even remember the second verse. Now, what's interesting about reading the things that you were saying about him is, like, one of the things you had in the comments was you would always see him late night after hours with a hot Spanish chick. Always. Always. I think he was racist towards black girls. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm just kidding. He'd always be with different girls. But... Bro, Chelsea God, you Square have Diner. To, you, you have to put that disclaimer before just, the tweet I'm, comes I'm on. Kidding, they tried to cancel Black Rob, and he died last I'm week. Kidding, I'm kidding. He um, he um, he would always be at Chelsea Square Diner. Me, Ari, Max Glazer, Big Kev. Uh, this is before Dominican Drew, Juanito, Drew. This is, the, this is the early days. Early yeah. days. Years ago. And, uh, years ago, and then, bro, hang like like to the point where. We didn't. I didn't get excited to see a dope rapper anymore. I just got excited to see my friend Black Rob. You know what I mean? Like, not like a friend that would come to the house, but you know, like a club friend. You know the yeah, guy who's yeah. always at the bar. Yeah. You know when you go to the bar, you're gonna see like that's Black Rob. He was at every club, hanging by himself sometimes. No big entourage. I mean, sometimes he had an entourage, but sometimes he'd be by himself, and he was just a hood dude. Just like I'm in New York club. I like being in the club. Like, why does it have to be a big deal? I like being here. Yo, um, you got Black Rob shit there? You got um, Life Story? Yep. Life Story is one of my favorite fucking Black Rob songs of all time. Oh, no. For some reason, I only have the instrumental. Cause Play the instrumental. Course. It's fine. Play the instrumental. Come on. Yeah, I realized this week that I missed, I missed out on some Black Rob. I definitely did. This one right here. I think I missed out on this. I don't think I really knew. I knew the album was called Life Story. I don't think I knew the song Life Story. Who and did I, this? I, I, Nasheen? I did Nasheen do this? Well, the last one, by the way. I wait, love wait, you, baby. It, play, play right there. Play right there. I mean, this is... this Pause it. This, this is no different than any 90s... Late mid mid to late nineties underground college hip hop radio song. It's just Puff puts extra makes it the production better. But that's a Roy Ayers sample with some fucking tough hardcore drums. Like it's an underground banger. You know what I mean? It was just on Bad Boy, so it didn't get. It was the, that's not Sheen Merrick, by the way. It is not Sheen. I knew it. Yeah, can I and, live as Derek D dot as you said? And then what about um life? I uh, love you, baby. Yeah. Ron, Amen, Ra Lawrence. Ah, uh, yes. Who's Two Kings in a Cipher, right? Yeah, he was the with other D-Dot. guy with Derek Angelotti and Two Kings in a Cipher. Yeah, it was Hitman. It was Hitman. Um, and you're right. Yogi did Spanish Fly. Spanish Fly. Because Yogi um, did um the G Dep. Vroom vroom. Get this money. Ain't this funny? You're getting this from me. Yeah, was yeah, G-Dep man. gone too? G-Dep went to jail. He's in jail, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, but Robin, like, yeah, I guess there's a lot of people. Like, everyone knows Whoa, obviously. 
Well, we'll get, yeah, and let's, hold on, I want to hear more about Rob the guy. Then we'll okay. get into the music okay, part. Okay, but so, okay. so when he was, when he was out, was he a while out? Or was he a chill guy at the bar? Like, chill. was he a dude? Corner, posted up, said what's up to everybody, show love, and then like, would come to the booth when you played his songs. You know what I mean? Like, come to the DJ booth and kind of like, hang out. Not perform. You know what I mean? Just, you know, not tell you to play his songs. Just, like, chill it. Because people talked about, I think part of the story that's kind of come with his death, of course, you know, whenever anything like this happens, it becomes a, like, yo, what did he do? What did Puff do to take care of Black Rob? Did Over the years, did it seem like he wasn't doing well? Or did it seem like he was chilling? Back then. Then I don't. I, I guess. Don't, I, well, I guess when was the last time you saw him regularly? Yeah, no, That's not for a while. Um, it's been a while. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember much after like oh four. Oh, around like I remember. I remember like in my Nina Sky days, which is like oh three oh four. He'd be around. But not, you know. I, so, you, yeah, so, so in the 2010s, you have not seen him. No, right? at all, not at all. And that's weird because, like, why would I ever think about him until I hear this news that he passed? Then all the memories start coming. You don't realize who you haven't seen until you see them. Of course. You know what I mean? Well, and that's what's one of the annoying things. Like, even that we do it and everyone does it. Yo, fam. You got to give everyone their flowers. You can't remember to give everyone their flowers. Yeah. And then and then the thing is, someone goes and you go, oh, man. Like, when I did the Black Rob set on Real Late uh, last week, I guess, I was like, damn, I forgot how many joints there are. It's joints. And and I always liked him, but I wasn't like, I didn't, I didn't, re- I don't even think I ever even listened to Life Story all the way through. You know, and by the way, and I wasn't a hater. I was someone who would listen to a Bad Boy album. It's yeah. not like I was against it. Right. Um, I was a hater in some things, but not bad. I knew that Puff could always hit you with a random banger, especially with Black Rob. I mean, listen, to me, it seems like in retrospect, and you tell me if I'm wrong, it seems like Black Rob existed to sort of bring Bad Boy back to street credibility to some extent. Yes, that's definitely what it felt like, especially with like, because even like I like Black Rob to me is the reason G-Dep got there, and G-Dep brought... The special delivery and the and the, um, the other one, uh, let's get it. I think it's called let's get it, and that was like a New York movement, like that Harlem Shake when it first came about, and that was like bringing it back to New York. You know what I'm saying? Um. Uh, wait, what's um? You got Black Rob? Um, what's the other one we had? Oh, you got Senorita from Puff album. Is that Black Rob? I think so, and I don't think it's here. Yeah, I, I do have, I have this. This is one we didn't mention. Oh my god! I forgot about this. A lot of people forgot this week about this. Sitting on the roof, eye twink on scope, blessing a hundred proof, hand on toes, about the roast. Some kids who flash like Yo, um, that's a, the, the, you know, that's the A&R on the hook, right? 
No. Uh, I forgot his name. Who was the A&R in that era? Um, on the record, it says featuring Joe Hooker. Yeah. But uh, it was the A&R. I forgot his name. Fuck. But he gave me some great A&R advice, yo. He was like, when I was at A&R and I, and I met him, he was like, yo, He's like, A&R is more than just what they say it is, which is basically the liaison between the artist and the label. You're in the studio with the artist. You're facilitating booking studio time, finding artists, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, yo, when you're making an album, you're everything. You got to know how to jump on the boards and engineer. He goes, you got to finish. You got to finish someone's rhyme or sometimes you got to give people the first rhyme because, you know, it's. That's start. such a great. That's such a great point, bro. Of what you can end up being as an A and R. You got to be everything. You got to go get the food and not feel like you're being sunned. You know what I mean? And he was like, sometimes you got to jump on and do the hook. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah. Sometimes you got because this is before that song came out. He goes, sometimes you don't know what's going on in the studio. He's like, you're a DJ. Sometimes you got to scratch, do scratch hooks. You know what I mean? Like, don't think it's, it's something. He's like, you got to do everything as an A&R. And um, he goes, yeah, sometimes you got to jump on a hook or finish a rhyme or do an ad lib. I was like, damn, or do the clean version. I was like, shit. It's it's done. such, it's so important. Harv Pierre. Harv yeah, Pierre was his name. I was about to ask you, was it Harv Pierre? Harv Pierre. Wow. Harv Pierre, yep. And he was Puff's guy. Yep. Um, Because people don't understand, like, if you don't, Depending on who the artist is, there are artists who will see through everything, right? Like Kendrick. Yeah. Um, you know, my brother's boy, who's my friend as well, IDK. IDK. IDK is the kind of kid, he's doing everything. Yeah. Like, he's it's his life, yeah. everything. But there are other people who are rappers, and they, and they drop rhymes, and they want to make songs. Once they put the verse down, it's the people around them yeah. that make it a thing. Correct. And, and if you're not... If if those people around you don't have the ear for it or the skill set, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. And and that's why when you have an A and R at a good label, he's the person who puffs like, yo, make this album good. Yeah. Like it needs to be good. I'm not leaving it to the artist to get this done. I'm leaving it to you. Go get this shit done. Yeah, the art- and you can spend you're chasing people, corralling. It's like herding cats. It's a grimy job, man. By the way, speaking of which, uh, do, do you like that last night? So, side note, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reveal this information way too early. Not that it's that big a deal, and you guys are our friends anyway. So, as you know, Sif, I'm finishing up this project. Congrats! And I have, um, I actually, I, I decided on a day. All right. Um, let me see if I have this on. Here. Cinco de Mayo. Close. May 21st. Ooh. That's big May Biggie's, 21st. Is that Biggie's birthday? It actually is Biggie's birthday. Good call. So, as I'm getting to the the end, I have a record with a guy you're familiar with. Hold on. Hold on. Do you want to hear it, the guy? Of course. You tell me if you tell me, maybe you're not familiar with him. Um, and this is just a very funny, the whole thing, everything about this project has basically about this particular song has been exactly what we're talking about in terms of just absolute effery. 
if you're not. So I'm sitting at my house one Tuesday night or whatever, and I get an email from someone who I know works with someone else. And he's like, yo, what's your email? And I was like, uh, and I send him the email, and then I open the email and I have this. All around a nigga jaw Dewan's flair Put an iron chic In the figure four wow. Two little niggas Holding going Sticking liquor stores Eeny meeny miny mo Motherfucker pick a door So I, I have wow. this Wow and, and I'm like Oh my god Oh my wow. god What it, It's been so long Sife That I don't remember Whose beat it is anymore <laughs> I'm going through my beats And I'm like Oh shit, this is amazing. I, I sent this as a Hail Mary because my boy Barry Disco Vietnam did it, who idolizes Ghostface. And so I just did it on a Hail Mary. I sent that to Ghostface and he did it. So who, e- who emailed you? Uh the, the text originally came from Sean Wiggs. Okay. Sean Wiggs is Theodore unit, and he's 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 basically ghost right hand mm-hmm. um at this point. And has been for a long time. By the way, he's a great guy. Um so I'm and jealous. he's on a lot of, he's on, he's actually, Sean Wiggs has dope verses on some ghost songs I love, like. You ever have songs that you randomly play on your Serato and the volume, the little trim yeah, is turned completely up for no reason? So, um, so I get that random thing. First of all, how much do you love this? It's 14 bars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay. No problem. <laughs> but then, by the way, this is such producer shit. So I I, I, I play it, and I'm like, I, I start deciding who else I'm going to get on it. My boy, Disco Vietnam, who produced it, he's like, he's so worried about the 14 bars at first. I'm like, you think anyone gives a shit whether it's 14 or 16? I don't, he's think, like the, I don't think West Side Gun counts bars ever. I, I don't know what he did on Stain. I have no idea the number of bars spits. on Stain. Yeah. And then it stops. And then there's air horns and the song ends. I don't even know what's happening. It's just so we end up then we add we add a really dope young artist named Crime Apple um as the next artist on the song who was, you know, the teacher jumping from the out Simpsons? Of, I'm sorry? The teacher from the Simpsons? Is Crime Apple is that Crime Apple? Ms. Oh, Krabappel. Mrs. Krabappel. Here's what this is what Crime Apple sounds like. You never heard of it. Reporting live from Medallo. Wow. I'm like the ghost of the night. They invented champagne. Yo, she capped like a campaign. Heard your new album. That's a damn shit. was garbage, homie. The inside of my pants look like Benzino. Timepiece on fleek. That's a bunch of frozen San Pellegrino. I'll be in the audio with He's Primo. a very, he's Colombian. Interesting dude. He's sort of like a, it's hard to describe his style, but some, you know, it's very right. It's He's a very underground now kind of rapper. Yeah, a little offbeat-ish. Can be offbeat-ish, though he, st- he stayed in the pocket on this joint. I, I told him, because I know he can be that way. And I'm like, yo, this beat is so basic and straightforward. Don't try to be crazy. Let's just rock in the pocket, because Ghost is so in the pocket. Yeah. You want to be there. Anyways. So crime does his thing. Very pleased with it. We decide that this is the last song we're fin- I'm finishing, and we decide it needs one more piece. Mm. And the decision made 
was for none other, Saif, than your friend and mine, Jim Jones, the Kappa. Right? I'm like, this will be really interesting. First of all, Jones and Ghostface, I don't think I've ever been on a record together. I was just thinking that. I was like, did they ever do anything together? And I don't know how you feel, Saif, but to me, and I've been saying this for about two years, Jim Jones is the best he's ever been right now. This is the best Jim Jones. Like, he's... He tra- he transformed from like hardworking industry hustler who's just gonna hustle his way to make everything happen. Yep. He's now turned into like MC. Like he's now evolved into to me just like a rapper rapper. Right. He's really? his last yo, listen to his Harry Fraud project. His last entire album was so fire. Mm. Like he's really Jones is anyway, so I got very excited about this idea. Um and by the way, did you ever hear this from Jim Jones' last joint? New York City, please go easy on me very, very New early two thousands underground style joint. Crime in the murder rate, that rose up. Hot up. Every time he got a bird in the crack rose up. Hound dog at Central Park, don't need mistaken identity. Watch for the scammers because they taking identities. Your piece is hitting his eight million stories on a daily basis. But this this project that he has with um, Fraudy ha- is really, really a fun, fun joint. Um, but, um, yeah, I've been playing. Th- th- he did something with French on there, right? Yep, there's a French joint. Squash the beef. Yeah. This is Jones, Fraud, Currency, and Jay Worthy. No, that's James Worthy. So anyways, Jones is like, yo, I'm with it. Okay. Does he know Crime Apple? What did you say? Did he know Crime Apple? No, no, Mm -hmm. no. He, 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 uh, I played it. I I just played it for him. He asked about him. I explained who it was. But Ghostface didn't know Crime either. I had to run the Crime Apple through Ghostface too. Um, so, which is part of what the essence of this whole project is, That's is picking saying, like, people who make sense who don't know each other. You're explaining that you want to put OGs with new guys. Yeah. And you have to explain like, yo, trust me, crime apples, a thing. Yeah. Like I'm not, you know, and like the, uh, for the underground heads who are, 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 are going to like my project. He's one of the guys they're going to know. He's right. one, actually the guys people will know. Right. So it's like, you have to kind of explain, like he's got his own, you know. Like, he's not a megastar, but if you go on Crime Apple's Spotify page, he's got joints with 800,000, many joints with hundreds of thousands of plays. Right. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. doing his thing. Um, anyways, so Jones, then for the last four days, will text me at 12.30 at night, 1 a.m. when I'm asleep. I wake up each morning looking at my phone to go, oh, sweet, I got the song. <laughs> I look at the song, and it's just, yo, I look at the phone. Hey, each day. So last night, <laughs> Friday night, 1230, here comes the text again. Yo, but this time I'm awake. <laughs> and I hit him back. And he's like, yo, tap into the Zoom link real quick. What? Sends me a Zoom link. Yuck. Yes. You know, you know, Syph. A little 1 a.m. Zoom action. That's not what I'm thinking. I'm like, a Zoom? Well, we have to have a board meeting? It's 1 a.m. I'm in bed. 
I did a zoom link. I I tapped the zoom link and I am now brought into Jim's quarantine studios Mm -hmm. that he's been talking about, which he has been using. He's been working with all these people to get the technology to be able to truly work in studio in separate places Mm. where engineers can literally record from their home studio with their artist who's elsewhere, all Ah. on a Pro Tool session. So when he brings me in, now listen, was there a certain element of him smoking blunts and just petting his dogs? Yes, of course. But then he shares the screen, so I'm watching his Pro Tool session he has some app that allows me to hear what he's hearing in the Pro Tool session, not like shitty through my speakers, legit through my speakers like I'm playing it on my computer. Wow. Not through the Zoom audio. Right. So he's sending me all the audio, sharing the screen with me. Now, are there random conversations on Zoom with just Jim's friends? Yes, that's also happening. Well, how many people are on the Zoom? Like five. And what are their roles? Well, um, and there's an engineer. Okay. Someone. Oh, no, okay. no, there's not an. No, you know what? I take it back. There's not an engineer. You know what? I'm gonna stop here. I don't know what anyone's role was. <laughs> <laughs> well, people were hanging out <laughs> in the Zoom studio. I think Juels was there. It said Juels' phone. Uh huh. So people, but people were just chatting and talking shit. And when like they realized I was there, people didn't even know I was there first. And Jim's like, yo, Rosenberg, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, hey, Rosenberg's here? What is this shit? What are we doing? What's even happening? But, yo, it's amazing. Jones figured some shit out that is amazing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then I watch him get up. And he's now he's got a different camera angle. And he's in the booth. And I'm watching him record the entire verse. Hearing it live, watching him, it's yo, it was a crazy experience. Guys, the Jim Jones Quarantine Studios thing, he really may change the game. And let me tell you, Saif, about the blessing for me. I was explaining to Natalie last night. I was like, you know how dope it is that I can sit here in bed and do this? Because if this was real life, Jones is the kind of guy he'd want me to be in the studio. Mm-hmm. And that would mean I'd be going to Harlem or Jersey or wherever, and I would be there sitting and watching him do what he does i'm not telling jones how to do the record like i i let him know a couple of things about it but he got it he didn't need me to do anything but he wants you to be a part of the process i've done songs with him before and now i got to do it without leaving my bed so when he's rolling a blunt i'm like you know what jones roll up another blunt (laughs) now cypher there's something very important for you to know i i I think I have to play you like the first bar that he says. I don't have the mixed version, but I got to tell you the words. Yo, he starts, this has never happened in the history of hip hop. Jones starts off his verse by talking about almost beating the shit out of me. (laughs) And he did an ad ad lib. And there's an ad lib. There's an ad lib where he goes, Cypher knows what I'm talking about. Something like that. Play that. Play that. I I just don't have a mix of it. I'd have to just only give you. I can only mix. I just I got to figure out how you can hear it. What do you mean? Like, 
He didn't even bounce. He forgot to bounce me the reference, so I have just all the vocal tracks. Oh, what, in Pro Tools? Yep, I mean, I have the stems. Yeah, just play it. Oh, but it might not be in the the ad-lib part. And if I turn the audio on, it's going to feedback. We'll wait till next week. What? You can, uh, you, you need to hear it right now, don't you? All right, all right. Here, I'm going to just give you, with even though it's not, it's just the vocal tracks. Here, give, give me a little taste. Yeah. Oh, shit. X Rosenberg, about our very first encounter. He was talking slick shit. That could have been his worst encounter. You hear X that? Rosenberg, about our very first encounter. He was talking slick shit. That could have been his worst encounter. <laughs> Yo, no one's ever talked about how they almost had to whoop the ass. Have you ever heard someone say on DJ Khaled's record, Yo, Khaled, I remember when I almost fucked you up, my guy. <laughs> uh, Syph, here's some. Here's the ad lib track. This was the the joy of my life watching Jones do ad libs. He could we argue that in this era he's one of the ad lib masters? Of course, top five. It's, here we go. Here's an ad lib track from Jones. Uh, hey, hey Rosenberg, you remember how we first met? I bet you Cypher do. Capo. <laughs> I called the radio. <laughs> What'd he say? <laughs> Harlem. You hear that one? And see. I remember that. Oh, fuck. Taff. Wait, wait for a good one. Hold on. Hold on. Shh. You just shush someone on AdLibs. Huh. Okay. Facts. <laughs> yeah. So do we need that as a What'd drop you? here? Facts. <laughs> Yo, my life's great, man. Remind me. Remind me. Whenever anything's da- bad and we all have our moments, yo, sitting on FaceTime, watching Jones record a song and do ad lib, that's a great night. Yeah, that was fun. That was good. That's so you're going to get this Ghostface Crime Apple Jim Jones, and it's going to knock your socks off, kids. So, Saif, we went a long detour. Talking about let's get it. We were talking about um, special delivery and how Black Rob was also a big part of bringing back that that street part. Because here's the thing. His album came out in 2000. That's Biggie dies in 97. Mm-hmm. The Locks album had already flopped. Flop a Jace. Wouldn't you, would you say it's flop a Jace? I wouldn't. I wouldn't use Even, the term flop, but it wasn't. A yeah, hit. I guess you're right. It's not. That's not fair because it, it had a moment. It wasn't. It, it a did had, hit. But I wouldn't say flop. And it did have. And I mean, of course, it had. Whatchamacallit. I mean, we can't act like it didn't have money, power, respect. Yeah. And you also know that I'm one of the very few people who's a fan of this record. So. Even though that song is emblematic of the exact problem we're talking about, right? But 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 it. Listening back now, it's a good song. It's, I know, I it's know. A good song. It, yo, the biggest mistake of that record was just having the word "jiggy" in the chorus. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Literally, was the entire record. Yeah, you could have took the word "jiggy" out. It was a good song. Um, and then "Money, Power, Respect." What, what else was, was there? Another joint? Oh, the primo joint on there. That wasn't on there. Recognize? Next album. That was on the Interscope. Oh, there was no primo joint on the first one. No. On the, the, the Kiss of Death is on there, right? The Jada Kiss solo song. That's one of my favorite Jada Kiss songs of all time. Uh, is it Kiss of Death or? You're supposed to know this. I forget. So many titles and songs. What's the Jada Kiss song? 
I'm, I'm currently just looking at... No, Sife, don't worry. Sife, don't worry. I don't have that. Do you know what I have in my Serato? What do you got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten versions of Money, Power, Respect. Because <laughs> you don't clean your laptop. I'm going to. Uh, my new laptop's laptop. never getting this way. I'm, I'm, I'm dragging over artist by artist of music, and as I bring each artist, I just go through and delete the extras. I can't do it again. Oh, you go by artist? Max Max Glazer gave me a tactic to go by um, Please, tell year. me. Tell me right now. Go by year. Like, go but what each if month this... in a year. But, but that, hold on. But what if they're not properly labeled? Like, you don't know the, what if the computer doesn't know the year? No, whatever year is date added into your computer. Not whatever, oh. that's the year of the song. Oh, oh, I can't whatever do that. It. Why? I can't do Because I have moments in time where I dumped 6,000 songs at once. <laughs> When I got someone's hard drive, you know, right, like right, I, right, right, right. especially when I started working at Hot, I would like link up with people, and someone would give me a, a shitload of songs. Yeah, uh, but, okay, uh, whatever. Go ahead. So yeah, a different uh, organizing laptops is a special. Sorry, that's a Patreon episode. You pay for an episode that good. <laughs> um, the song you are referring to. First of all, let's start rap over was on there, which was whatever. Yo, there aren't a lot of big songs in this album, Sife. I know, and because two of the songs got cut. Um, let, um, uh, Can I Live got cut off. Also, um, whatchamacallit? Right, right. It had the same sample as the Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. What the fuck is the name of that song, too? If you want it, we can get it. You can do it. Yo, I used to love it. We can do it, baby. When I got this record, the actual record, I was so happy. Yeah. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beach, y'all, freak, freak, y'all, and we don't stop. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beach, y'all, freak, freak, y'all, and we don't stop. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beach, y'all, freak, freak, y'all, and we don't stop. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beach, y'all, freak, freak, y'all, and we don't stop. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beach, y'all, freak, freak, y'all, and we don't stop. What sense does it make to talk, not listen? Shine, not glisten. BMZ3, automatic ignition. Ice on my wrist. Yo, man. So the original the, the original SP sound. I mean, not SP12. Not the SP machine. Styles P. Styles P, yeah. He has such a distinct, like, moment in my life. Yeah. You know what that sounds like to me when I hear that voice? That voice, because he sounds different now. He sounds the same. You can tell it's him, but he's different and the same. He's a grown-up. Yeah, he's just a grown-up version. That kid, Styles P, to me, Scythe, that sounds like a Buck Wild label bootleg. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like, yes. that is like, that is the bootleg at the store. They had so many joints like that. Yeah. So many. Anyways... That album, you're right. I'm not going to call it a, a, a flop, but it, it didn't it didn't achieve what it, what they hoped it would. The way it was supposed to hit, yeah. No, considering the hype, it didn't hit. And if you think I'm jiggy, everyone knows was a big miss. Whatever, they ended up leaving the label. It didn't work out. We all know this at that point. At, at this point, it worked out for them in the long run, but not in the immediate. Um, but that's why the Black Rob project was kind of important too. Because what else in that moment in 2000? was going to be like credible New York hip-hop to keep Puff. Yeah, because Shine was not... It wasn't there yet, right? When is Shine? 
I think like two. I think right after. Maybe. Isn't it hard? These these timelines are the hardest um, to keep blurry. up with. You know, I get fucking high, bro. No, you don't. But I everyone saw, thinks you do. I saw Styles. P. I had to do an event for 420 in San Francisco. The that cookies brand, you know, cookies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Burner's Burner. Burner. Oh my! You know Burner? Mm-hmm. You know him? Yeah. Oh. Burn. Everyone knows Burner. Mm. He's in these streets. Okay. Although I only started following him because you did the show. I wasn't actually following him. And then I started following him. Anyway, I saw M1 there. Uh, from you Dope saw M1? Friends. I saw M1. Did he uh, say he had a great time on our podcast? He actually did. He actually did. He did? And, uh, and I saw Styles P real quick, and he gave me so much love, bro. I was like, what? this is, yes, this is what I need, man. This is it right here. Well, he didn't know it was also- my birthday. He didn't know it was my birthday. Sife, what's up? He goes, Sife, what's up? He goes, it's me, Styles, and pulls his mask off. I go, yeah, no, I know who you are from everything about you. I know who you are even with a mask on. And he's like, Wait, how you been, man? How's your family? You good? And it was genuine, you know what I mean? Genuine. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And he's like, bro, I miss you, man. Call me. Let's hang out. Call me, bro. I got the same number. Call me. And, bro, my heart melted. Like, oh, I forgot. He's a real one. Oh, yeah. Like a oh. real one. What? You know what I mean? Is he ever? Because he's somebody like a black Rob, uh, but 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 continuous throughout my entire life and career that I see all the time. And By the way, Shine came out in 2000, September 26, 2000. So I'm wrong. This is the same exact yeah, era. Right You're right. The same time, but everybody was talking shit about Shine because he they were saying he tried to sound like Biggie. Well, it was a weird. That, by the way, that's a whole episode in and of itself. So um, this episode is no, no, just no. us it, talking it, about what episodes we should do. Correct. Later, <laughs> and 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 you know what? I take it back. So Black Rob dropped Life Story dropped March seventh, two thousand. And what did I just say? Shine dropped September two thousand. So it was nearly six months. Yeah. But th- that Black Rob was first. Um. And by the way, no SP is the realist. Styles P is the greatest ever. He is the first artist on this project, like, um, who I truly, who sent me a joint back, who sent me this rough back immediately. This beat. I sent him this beat. And then I got back this because he's a great guy. Yeah, I'm cool, but I'm petty. I'm the type to beat his ear when he said it's enough. Roll a J, take a puff. Underground, but I'm over the top. Enough's enough now. The pig's over the slop. I'm like Stallone with the hat back. Over the top. By the way, he's a great ad-libber as well. Yes. Give SB, give Styles P his ad-lib flowers. Give him, well, I mean, he's more than just ad-lib flowers. He gets all the flowers. Well, no, he deserves a, a bouquets for everything. But yeah, I'll bouquet. tell you this. You give, him your, you give him his flowers, he's going to make a juice out of it. So just be, <laughs> be prepared to waste your money. <laughs> yo, that is, you're prepared to get some weird, disgusting smoothie that includes roses and violets. No, but he really is the greatest. And so... It's interesting. I didn't know Black Rob occupied that space for you for a long time as one of those guys, yeah, like the man. guys we see that are just great. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I, I forget about it because he was literally so regular. So regular. But he'd be at Club Speed one night, and then the next night he's at Master Square Garden for some Puff concert or whatever, and like shaking the fucking walls. Because, whoa, and I love you, baby, and fucking, like, he had joints. Yeah. Oh, my God. What is this song? What is this song? I know. I it's hate, a weird. I, I, have, I don't understand that song at all. What is it? Who is Mark Because it's bad, boy. I never understood that song at all. I would never. I never played that song once in my life. Oh, I did. I, I played it, even though I just like. I hear you. It's what fucking is weird. It? Although, although, although Rob is actually really dope on it, though. <laughs> but I you know. You know what version's for you, son? <laughs> you know what version I think is more for you? The Rock remix. Maybe that's the one that you should. I think that if you dial into I mean, that, I I do one. like the Rock version of the Benjamins. That's different. Yeah. That I was actually that. ironic. That was ironic because Benjamins is so hip hop and then you take rock and it's ironic. It's not ironic to do a rock remix of Bad Boy for Life because it already sounds like fake rock to start right, out with. Right. Like that's the feel of the song. Yeah. Nah, that that's a that's Bad Boy for Life's a hard one. Ben Stiller's in the video. Uh, entertaining video. Song is not was not it. I I I with I'm with you hundred percent. Now Saif, you know what else we didn't talk about this week? Um, I'm going to say anything. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, including, did you watch the verses, the Red and Meth verses? No, I was doing that 420 event with Burner, so I didn't get to watch it. I heard it was incredible. It was it was great. I had a I had a fantastic night. You know, I I I had a I had a couple of tokes of the old boobange. Uh huh. You did for 420. Oh yeah, for 420, I did. Okay. I'm, don't let it. Don't get it twisted. Just come old and wash. I still had a couple ooh, of tokes ooh, of the boobange. Ooh. Did somebody say he was getting it twisted? What? Did somebody? Oh yeah, say someone they might get it be. Twisted? People get it twisted. People oh. get it twisted. Oh, okay. And then and then I had a couple of sips of a beverage, mm-hmm. and I immediately told my girls like, "Yo, take my phone away. I can't be here commenting drunk and high. <laughs> I can't be live commenting in the room. I'm gonna do some shit like see Charlemagne comment and be like, shut the fuck up. You don't know about this hip hop shit. Take my I'm phone. Like, That's your self control. Hey, take my take phone. Take my phone." If I jump in, and then of course they'd play something, I'd be like, give me my phone. I need to say something. This is fire. I need to say something. <laughs> but yo, Saif, the most annoying, I, I I wonder what it is in me that's felt the need to bring this up like 10 times this week. I brought it up on Hot. I'm, I brought it up in my personal life. I'm going to bring it up with you right now. One yeah. up is life. Why did this stick in my craw so much? What happened? We did our recap, as we always do, uh, of Red, on, Red on versus Meth. Yeah. Probably the most fun I've had on the radio in 10 years when we do these, right? Because we play, Cass plays every song and we analyze it. It's great. It's like, it, it's like if you and I did it, we would have been fired on the spot. Right. <laughs> like, it's shit that Ebro only does because he's the one doing it. If we did it, he would have cr- crucified it. Right. But it's fun and we play each song and comment a little bit, whatever. So we do the whole thing. And I, I'm imagining you're going to be on the exact same page that I was on. We get to the part uh, where they played Release Your Delph, where Meth played Release Your Delph. And I'm like, both Ebro and I, I don't remember who said it first, were like, yo, Release Your Delph was weird, man. That was a weird record. 
And I was like, the Gloria Gaynor, the I will survive singing didn't sit with me the right way. I didn't like, I didn't say sit, sorry. That's, I'm, I'm overusing the quote that someone said about me. I said, I never really got the like Gloria Gaynor thing, you know? Mm-hmm. When I first stepped on the scene, was petrified. I just like, it felt too show tunesy for me. I just wasn't into it. I get a tweet from someone. Yo, Rosenberg talking about Red Meth songs being weird doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> Yo, Saif, I don't know why this one fucking stranger. Oh, it was a stranger. I'm, yeah, I mean, yeah, I looked. He had like a thousand followers though, and it got like eight retweets and ten likes. So it wasn't Cuff, it wasn't a uh, Chuck D or somebody like that. No, 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 no. But it was some. I was. I guarantee you, it was someone who's still holding on to what happened with Chuck D. Yeah, that that one that one has held on. There are people who are never letting go. Yeah. That was that was it. Yeah, y'all. I wish I knew that at the time. I, I mean, I guess I did in the end. I apologized because I realized it was going that way. But like, I wish my brain would have processed. Hey, I know you want to like be defensive of the station and have a you know say something with a, like some attitude. Is this the path you want to go down? Because people are never going to let you up for it. Yeah. Ever. There are some people. I'm like, of all the topics I could speak on in which someone would say the words doesn't sit well with me. (laughs) Analyzing 90s red and meth songs? It's the one thing I'm qualified for in my entire life. This doesn't sit well. What didn't sit well? (laughs) What? Yeah. So wait, you you think it was offensive to you that I was like, I don't know about Release Your Delph. <laughs> that was it. In my in in the midst of my hour long primetime radio celebration of Red Meth, right. the one slight critique I gave didn't sit well. <laughs> Yo, man. That's fucked up, man. You you're you're fully, a bad guy for you that. Fully, whoever you are, fully, 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 fully vaccinated. The whole story. Is there a piece where you said the N word, maybe? Or <laughs> like, you know what I mean, like, are you telling me everything? Yo, Saif, my entire life is is saying things on radio and on social media where I have to proofread everything <laughs> I say. Because if I even give an opinion on red and meth, there's someone out there who, whether it's ridiculous or not, he's not lying. It didn't sit well with him. Now, we may think he's a fucking asshole. We may think he's a bigot asshole who, frankly, just doesn't sit well because whatever. Or maybe it's because of the Chuck D thing from 10 years ago or Nikki. Who knows? But it doesn't deny that it is how he felt. Well, okay, is so I have to keep that in mind. Or- What'd you say? Is there more to the story? Because this just sounds like somebody irked you. No, no, no. There's no big end. I didn't respond. The funniest thing was I thought I was like so I was so proud of myself because I didn't respond. Meanwhile, (laughs) I've talked about it all week. But what is it? Hey, Larry David, what is it that bothered you about this guy? This is what bothers me. And all you, and all you 
Oh, clean version. I got the real one. I'm not saying there's nothing good about the song. I'm saying the song's kind of a fucking mess in retrospect. Like, if you look back at it, there's a lot that could have been done, I think, to tighten that shit up. That's all. What I realized um, looking back is that most Method Man songs were recorded before Wu-Tang. Because his name at the time was Shotgun before he was Method Man. And he was... He was doing songs with RZA, and then, mm-hmm. then they all started coming together, and then that's when they formed Wu Tang. So the whole Method Man album was basically demos. That's why the Takal album sounds. Yo, so, that shit sounds like a, that song sounds like a fucking the, demo. The the the, the, the album is a lot of home recordings. A lot of uh, it's very dark. It's very. It feels not finished. I still love it, and Meth carries it, but it's not Wu Tang. It's like Wu Tang blew up, then they put Meth out and ODB. Then RZA started working on the next albums, which was Raekwon and Ghost and Jizza, and those albums sound much more polished in the RZA what? style. Yo, I'm, I'm, it's really interesting that you put it together like that because I never fully thought about it in that context. It's recorded before. Yeah, it all sounds dirtier and not always for good. Sometimes that's bad. No, because RZA always had a dirty style. But if you listen to... And, uh, but Cuban Links Cuban was Link, fucking polished. Polished dirt, though. You know what I mean? Like right. Polished grime. But polished grime is, gra- where, is different than unpolished cacao, grime was and also method man from my this is this is just my vibe i don't know 100% it always felt like method man uh, i mean i've heard him say things like this was the pretty boy ladies man of the group but didn't want to be right so he was like yo just put my album out the In way it is in his mind he was just rapping it just so happened that his flows were a little more hooky charismatic to maybe not hardcore underground street dudes well they had a moment they had a moment um in the verses where red made that joke and was like he was like yo man play your ladies joint man you're the ladies man blah 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 and red's like i don't have any of those right and and they they joked about it although it's funny because growing up the girls that i knew always loved red man girls did love red man too he just didn't have records like that right um but meth had records that happened to resonate but, that way. But 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 okay. So uh, there's bring the pain, and then they want to do the meth and Mary. Well, even joint. bring the pain sounds so dirty. The meth when you, the meth joint. Um, all I got. What is it? What's the meth and Mary? You're all I need. All I need on the album is horrific. I kind of like it. It's okay. I came to bring the pain hardcore. Yo, bring the pain super muffled sounding. Find out my mental based on Bro, instrumental. It's muffled and it's not even the machine. Methods, not- it's not even RZA using the machine that basically created the Wu sound. It was before the ASR 10. That's when he was on like SP12 and shit. So real quick, is the You're All I Need Razor Sharp remix. That was just RZA remixing it and, and shining it up. But that, but But now when the Razor Sharp 
remix of Method Man of All I Need comes out, that's when RZA was in his zone. Right, a different time. The Takao album is pre-RZA zone. Right, he's learning it. Yeah. No, this says this is the razor sharp. No, that's the puff one. That's the puff read. That's the puff one with the slick rig drum. Here's the. This says this is the puff one. Yeah, you're right, same one. No, the razor sharp one is my favorite. That's in a woman. That's Cuban Link RZA making a joint for Matt. Sife, don't worry. I have 15 of the same one. <laughs> so, is this album? No, that's it. That's it. This is hard to remember. The, the three. Shorty, I'm there for you anytime you need me. For real, girl, it's me in your world. Believe me. Woo. Oh, by the way, Riz has still got credit. For this, I think he still produced that, the Diddy one. No, it's just it's just because it's a remix. Yo, so I mean, it still has three. his sample. Just Diddy added some extra shit. Um, what? so are there two or three? Two. All I need. So there's three. So there's, well, there's three. Yeah, there's the original album version. When Mary's not on that, then there's the two remixes. Got it, but the 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 the, the Rizza the Razor Sharp remix. All he did was really puff up the original one. No pun intended. He just bit made it bigger and added Mary. Right? No, he had no. It's more. No, it's, it's a complete change. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the original cool. album version is ugh, it's dark. <laughs> I like how you're talking about it. So listen, I enjoyed the verses a lot. I have, I got to tell you, I have some like small critiques um, because of the stuff that I love so much. Well, I just, listen, there are a couple record, there are a couple selections that I, I was like, this is not, I would not have played this. Like? Like, okay, it was cool. Meth played What the Blood Clot, for example. See, that's what I'm saying. I love What the Blood Clot. Me too. So what the blood clots fire, but he played it as his first joint, and I thought it was very. I was like, I was like, when it came on, I was like, what joint is this again? Oh shit, this is what the blood clot. Can't do that. As if first I, joint. no, I don't think you could do that as your first joint. No. I think you. And also, here's the thing: they decided to go back and forth as a concert the entire time. Yeah. And here's the thing: Red and Meth in real life do maybe the best concert in all of hip hop. But when you decide to go with that setting for a versus and you're doing it in an empty room, it's hard to do that for two and a half hours and have it feel like a concert when you see them in person. Right. right. And it, it's almost like, so it was dope, but I wonder whether I would have enjoyed it more if they did it like Ray and Ghost and just sat there and talked through each joint. And then when they played, maybe stood up and moved around a bit, but sat back down. They did it straight up concert style. Right. And I just think it's hard to do a concert in an empty room. I do. I mean, that, that's what they do, though, man. If you got Red and Meth, that's what they're going to. I I didn't see it, and I still know that's what it was going to be. Um, It was overall great. I love those guys. They look amazing. Sife, the amount of products that they shouted out was hilarious. What do you mean products? Oh, my God. They, 
So many people got shout outs. So many websites got shout outs. They, they took advantage of the moment. <laughs> they made sure. So I'll be there for you. You're all I need to get by. Yeah, the both both this remix and the original were produced by the RZA. It's confusing. The song peaked at number three on the Hot 100, number one on R&B. What the? F- what, are you, what are you what are you reading? Billboard right now? This is what the episode is. I'm just reading Wikipedia. I'm trying to finish up my thought that my understanding of this single because it's I'm confused by it now what's confusing I explained it to you yeah you're right it says the puff version was produced by puffy and track masters and that's the one that includes biggie by the way gotta tell you that is a great touch by puff though so Saif We've now done, whatever, an hour of, of talking. And before we wrap this episode, we said from the beginning this was not going to be the Shock G or the Black Rob episode. But I haven't talked to you at all, and I've been very expressive on my social media, but I haven't talked to you at all about Shock G. And like I said, this isn't going to be our whole full breakdown of Shock G, but I just wanted to get your initial thoughts not on it being sad and shocking we know that but just on shock g um yeah man that's, I, 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 I first i saw the news on instagram and i was just like i can't i can't even take it anymore i can't take it like i'm numb you can't even get over the last guy dying uh shock g yes very underrated um so underrated where he's even he's even more underrated than most because he his whole thing was a group digital underground mm-hmm. so you might have you might have heard if you if you're like not a hip hop junkie like us you might have heard the words digital underground you might have never heard the word shock g you know what I'm 100%. saying yep. so we know who he is and then you like. I was I, I I had to explain who Shock G was to a couple of people, and I was just like, I'm not explaining this anymore. I, I why am I even talking about this? No, you know Humpty Hump. You know that song Humpty Dance. Well, well he was Humpty Hump, but he was like a character. I was like, f- uh, why am I explaining this? Fuck you. You don't know who Shock G is. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, but it's there's so many layers to it though. Th- yeah, sickening, sickening. Uh, I just tell people. I was telling a couple people. I was like, there'd be no Tupac without Shock G. Um, Tupac, as we know, I I hate saying that because I'm never I never not to, like to knock artists. You're not who. No, no, you but out. you but you're allowed you're allowed to say, you know, there are ones that are obvious. I, I I'm allowed to say I wouldn't be here if Ebro hadn't called me. No, you're allowed to. That's s- not true because I wouldn't be here. I'd be somewhere. Yo, Tupac might have been something. That's what I'm. That's my point. That's my point. Yeah, he would have been Tupac somehow, but not the version we know. Not the version we know, but whatever. Anyway, it's not important. So yeah, but Shock G, no. man, he 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 did a lot of fucking dope shit. Digital Underground is definitely a little too early. They didn't get their poppers. 
around the world. Tupac, go ahead and rock Now this. I clown around when I hang around with the underground. Girls used to frown, say I'm down when I come around. Gas me, and when they pass me, they used to diss me. Harass me, but now they ask me if they can kiss me. Get some fame, people change, want to live their life high. Same song, can't go wrong if I play the nice guy. Claiming fame must have changed now that we became strong. I remain still the same, because it's the same song. Sife, do you know that I love that verse so much? Have I ever said this on the podcast before? That I typed out the lyrics on my old <laughs> Mac plus and printed it those were like some of the early bars that i memorized in hip-hop i don't know why it's not like i knew tupac was at the time but so i was just gonna say to me and this is what we'll get into when we do the shock g episode here are the multi-facets of 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 shock g number one as sife said he if he doesn't ask tupac to go on the road who knows what the tupac story tupac as a dancer yes the dancer the way i the way I saw Tupac describe it in the interview with Fab Five Freddy was as a roadie. Right, yes. But he ended up as a dancer and then did same song with yeah. him. So number one, Tupac. Yep. Now I do need you guys to know as one Up listeners, and I think Saif, I told you this. You remember last year I was in Shock G's DMs trying to make this happen. I do not remember that. Oh, I didn't tell you? No. I wanted him for this podcast so bad, I thought it would be the ultimate one Up score. I thought Shock G would have been the ultimate one app because he's a legend, a musician, the Tupac stories, and he never talks. I was like, yo, and he hit me back and was like, yo, I appreciate it. I'm not right now, maybe next year. And he said this to me like November, December this past year. So I was hoping I'd go back to him soon. And anyways, that's a selfish part of that hurts about it. So you have the Tupac part. You have the fact that he was an incredible musician and piano player yep. in, in hip-hop, like an actual producer, musician, everything. And then you have the complete awesomeness of his commitment to the Humpty Hump character, mm-hmm. which really we've never seen in hip-hop like that. We've you know, Listen, Mad Lib is Quasimodo, but Quasimodo is not a character that comes out, you know, Doom is all the other characters, but yo, fucking Shock G lived. He was Humpty Hump too. Sife, when you were a kid, were you a hundred percent sure Shock G was Humpty Hump, or were you like pretty sure Shock G was Humpty Hump? No, I was. I was sure. I wasn't sure. I was sure. I was. I was seventy-five percent. Only reason why I was sure is because I love TV shows where. The same actor plays the evil twin or some shit. <laughs> like like Michael. So you can see like it. Michael Knight played uh, uh whatever the other the evil version of Michael Knight was. I, I know what you mean. So yeah. yeah, so you already like you, yeah, I was, you knew I was all the into tells. That kind of, like that was a that was a common trope in sitcoms and TV shows back in the but day. But by the way, but but for the record, <clears throat> the nose and glasses thing that he did. What was genius about it was it was so big and pronounced that he could put it on someone who looked remotely like him and it would look like Humpty Hump. Right. So he would perform as Shock G occasionally with a Humpty Hump. Right. It really dawned on me, though, and I know this is crazy because we just played this a few weeks ago on the podcast, but it really dawned on me how crazy it is. 
that this man got on a serious posse cut about ending gang violence <laughs> and said, don't worry, I'll be both characters. In a rage. Oh, yeah. Your wife's that, G. Of the racist. They say we act like rats in a cage. I tried to argue, but check it. Every night in the news, we prove them suckers right. And I got the blues. America. Get busy, Humpty. The red, the white, the he says, get busy, the Humpty. To himself. For who's got you doing time. Busting caps on one another. The underground's down for peace among brothers. Kill a black man. What? Yo, what are you retarded? Tell him, Humpty. Yo, do you work for the Klan? Do what you like. Unless you like gang banging. Let's see how many brothers leave us hanging. Yo, by the way, that may be the best part of the whole song. The bringing in the Humpty drums and bass line. Yeah, Humpty, Humpty. I saw Just Blaze talk about it. I saw Just Blaze talk about it and Salam Remy. They both said amazing things like how monumental that song was. Well, I wanted to ask you, what are those drums that, that to me always just sounds like Humpty Dance? I don't know. I think I think people sampled them from that. I think he made those. This is like the cheesy remix, but that's not even the real. There it is. That little, the clap, bullshit, Casio sounding clap drum. Um, I like I gotta tell you. I, wait, you know, crazy. Tell me what you say. It just hit me. That's the um, same sample that Tupac used in. Um, uh, I think it's if you could holler, if you could hear, you could holler, something like that. Holler if you hear me. Yeah, holler if you hear me. That's it. The, the, wait, wait the which part? Underneath. Play it again. Not this. When it, when when Humpty Dance comes yeah. in or this? Humpty Dance. When it comes in, let's see. Yo, man. You know he plays the actual pianos on I Get Around? I did hear that, yes. But I I like, you know what? People don't, I haven't heard enough people play Do What You Like. I love Do What You Like. Love Do What You Like. Love. It's, It's what, it's how you know who they were, right? What do you mean? That was the first thing I ever no, heard. Humpty Dance was first. This video no, music box days. No, it wasn't first. Well, that's you're how wild. we know it. Nope. You're you're confused. No. Yo, Sife. I'm not saying you... it didn't come out first. I'm saying the first okay, thing good. I heard. For you. Okay, because I was going to call you a real piece of shit. Because <laughs> he, he says on Humpty Dance, I'm the one to do what you like in case you missed it. What I'm going to just grabbing the biscuits. Yeah, but that might be just on the album. Doesn't mean it came out first. True, but it's not. It came out first. It is great, though. Yo, that flip, the way he used the Dougie Fresh. Yeah. The I see guys and girls dancing. It it it's it's a brilliant vocal sample of a hip hop record. Yeah. It changes the tone of I see guys and girls dancing. It pulls it out of context and makes it act as like a completely different thing. Right, right. And it's like off measure kinda. It's off measure. Yeah. That's right. It doesn't it's so wild. Now, were you into this or is, were you already checked out? I loved this record so much. 
This is kind of the last one of their run, really. Yo, give him his flowers, man. Okay, buddy. I know, flowers. Stop playing. Smell, let me smell the flavor and taste the behavior, the way you've been kicking it while my homestuck was lamping. Yo, listen to what he does at the end of the first verse. The song's called Return of the Crazy One. It was the first single off the body hat syndrome. Listen to what he says at the end of the verse. Yeah. That's how it goes. The B flow flows. Your people knew color of my nose. Representing how we've been living. That's how it is. I'm not the biz. But if I was to pick a booger, it'd be a big fat gooey gold. Shouts to the biz, man. But I was born a Yankee, so I use my hanky. The way I wear my clothes freaks the holes, cause I'm lanky. Speaking of hankies, I like hanky panky. Especially when the hanky panky's stanky. Of course, they gon' be too much stanky. It's a long ass verse. My duty would be to give the booty a spanking. I like biscuits and grits. Said so you know it's me. I'll spit some nonsense. <laughs> it just said nonsense. <laughs> um, okay, so I wanted to read you guys this before we get out of here. Uh, I'm sorry to get information from Wikipedia page, but I found something good there that I was like, wow. Did you donate um, to Wikipedia? They're always asking me for money. Hey, maybe you should. Sometimes they're useful. About the Humpty character. He said he used a nasal voice for the character. At most public appearances, he would show up as one person or the other, but at live shows and video shoots, he would use a stand-in or camera tricks to maintain the illusion. A fictional biography was constructed for Humpty. The story being that Edward Ellington Humphrey III, former lead singer of Smooth Eddie and the Humpers, had become a rapper after burning his nose in a kitchen accident with a deep fryer. Scythe, here's the best shit, right? If this is true from the Wikipedia page. That story was even told by Casey Kasem himself on the countdown of Casey's top 40. <laughs> How fucking great is that? That's an early troll, yo. Yeah. That's an early troll. And this next guy, Humpty Hump. You may remember him from his first group, Smooth Eddie and the Humpers. <laughs> Rest in peace, Shock G. We will do a whole Shock G episode for sure. Hey, Should I? Yeah, man. Let's go. Hey, thanks. No, I was going to say, let's close it out. As we close it out, Saif, as we close it, I'm going to play this rare digital underground big pun record that I've always loved. What? Yeah, exactly. Everyone responds that way, so we'll play it to end what it. What is that? I think Billy, G Billy June, we won't get sued. Don't worry. Um, if you don't follow us on Patreon already, do it. Show love. By the way, shout out to my friend, Richie. Saif, do you have anyone in your life who like stands above the rest for being not only one of your closest friends, but actually supporting all your shit. Like subscribing to Patreon and stuff like that. Yes. Like everything. Like my but friend, Richie like supports friend. Richie's one of my best friends and he supports everything. No, I don't have that. Listen to this text. He hit me with the other day, uh, yesterday, by the way, you'll love this. So, I share the latest one ep is dead with nine friends. First of all, let's just stop here for a second, guys. He shared it with nine friends. Yeah. I don't have anyone in my life who's ever shared anything of mine with nine friends. I've never pressed the share button. 
No. Well, you're a piece of shit. I because I don't want to annoy people. We need to. If we're gonna take this shit to the next level, Sife, we have to annoy people at least a little bit. Or you know what? We don't. Our friends and family do, and that's why I love Richie so much. He said, "So I share the latest one up is dead with nine friends. Some said I'll check it out. One said R.I.P. And I was like, that's just the name of the show. It's still on. Two had already listened to it, but my favorite was the one friend who said." He was just recommended by another friend to listen to the Patrice O'Neill episode and now is a new listener. You know what? I, that made me feel good. And five minutes later, I was at the Nets game last night and I ran into hip hop journalist and general hip hop dude, Donnie Kwok. And I was talking to Donnie about um, Shock G. And, and I said, uh, I was talking to, to Donnie Kwok and Joe LaPuma. And I said, to Donnie, well, you know, Saif and I brought back one up recently, blah, blah, blah. And he just very quietly and humbly was like, yo, I've been, I've been listening. It's been fire. And I was like, oh, Donnie's listening. We got people who matter listening, Saif. There's people out there. I, I will say um, not having the same RSS feed is one thing that's hurting us. Because I met a couple of people that were like, one guy goes, I sw- I'll do whatever you need. Just bring back one app. I'm like, it's been back, bro. It's been back. And what was the last RSS feed he had, though? Was it the Mass Appeal one or before that? I don't know. He didn't even know it was back, though, and he was a fan. Yo, so man, if, isn't it weird? So if even the fans don't know it's back, what's happening? Yo, guys, so here's the deal. We love you, and I love you. It's fun to do bad things. Steal a car. Tell your friends about Juan Epp's life. So spread around this Juan Epp's life. Um, tweet us. If you like the new name, if you're effing with Juan Epp's life or you think we're cornballs, also tweet at Cypher Sounds and tell him to put out the fucking shirt. We've had enough of your very famous in New York. Fuck your comedy shows in Odessa, Texas, you piece of shit. Put out the fucking shirt. Just, tweet I mean, him that verbatim. I, you owe me You owe me $11.98 for the website and the Shopify. Oh, but, but is there anything to show for it? You got to build this stuff. I thought you said the shirts were designed. They are. I thought you had everything in place. I built the Shopify. I Yo, you already website. put out a remix shirt. Yo, you have a remix for Very Famous in New York. Yo, if I was the artist on the label, I'd be like, Yo, Puff, hold on. You put out the whole Craig Mack first album, then you did a remix album? <laughs> Where's my LP version, you piece of shit? One up is dead. Right? You did the bad boy remix with everybody on it. Bad cipher, come out and play. <laughs> you know we had to do a remix, right? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, can I drop my first single? Can I just drop my first fucking single? This is embarrassing. <laughs> so at Sife and tell him he's a piece of shit. Billy June, congratulations. Yo, Billy went on his sixth date this week, Sife. Billy got a girlfriend. Billy, is it girlfriend status yet? No. All right. Well, we'll update you next six, week, everyone. Six days. <laughs> hey, are, we never discussed what the, uh, the the our bracket, our Illmatic bracket. What? Who won? Yeah. Billy, did you were you able to get any gauge on what people thought was the winner? Well, I was a New York State of Mind. It, it was New York State of Mind. It, it I, I'm was sure very you did that. Mixed, but there, I, there were a ton of comments and a ton of people reposted the flyer and filled it out. Cool. Thanks for not answering the question, Billy June. It sounds like it was New York State of Mind, Sife. It sounds like it was New York State of Mind. 
everyone have a wonderful week um god willing we don't lose anyone amazing in hip-hop between now and the next time we talk to you Saifa, safe travels next weekend and um and i love you peace black sheep five this is red dog one come back this is black sheep copy stay to position i'm in zone three but it's looking pretty dry out of here request permission to put the mission in action affirmative black sheep five that's a green light you can set it when you're ready 10 foot red dog is on Yo, question, what does an Afro rockin' X droppin' west side type happen coming with an East Rocker vest put you to rest high? Women, we swimming in them, like batter. I'm bony, he's batter. My bad pun, I'm having fun, playing with my kid's side. I'm ready to hit the telly, tickle bellies from the inside. Y'all know the shock's my name, I rock blue instead of champagne. Ask around the world and they'll tell you the same. Yo, what the deal, shock? Love, you yo. know me, keeping the hills cock still, riding them down, 400 pounds of steel. Feel how to warm you up. I never call you slut on this shoe. That's why my initials is on your butt. I get it up when you need it. Promise I never beat it. Satisfaction guaranteed. It's twice as hard if you eat it. My style's comedic. But in the bed ain't nothing funny. You're busting your bunny. You're even smothered with nothing for honey. We on the mission in the club tonight. Yeah, we did it. Max and heat on the tub tonight. Yeah, I like your thighs. Ain't no cellulite. Yeah, we did it. 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 Yeah, we did